Hello, everyone. Jeez, last episode, I was intolerant and bitter. This episode is no different because I'm recording them in sequence. So I'm coming off the podcast really angry and bitter. Um, but I thought, let's play the song that didn't work on the last episode. This episode. No, it's gone. Oh, thank God. A lovely day. trying to make myself like feel more energized and enthused and i've recently like been addicted to listening to bill withers lovely day don't know the words how great is not knowing the words and then you know that the only word you know is the name of the song and this song's called Lovely Day so they're the only words I know of the song with me oh no I know those ones here we go here's the words that I know Okay, you've heard enough of that one. Oh, now I'm feeling better. Yay! That'll last two minutes. I give this two minutes to the four-minute mark, and then I'll become frustrated, bitter, and angry. And then I'll just fade the song up again. Okay. I thought we would do a little bit of how good are you at sex quiz. Are you good at sex? I'm going to go with, look, I think I'm good. All right? But BuzzFeed will tell me. Um, also, are you finding BuzzFeed can sometimes be a little bit hypocritical? Like, for example, and I think this is because, again, I'm getting older and I'm starting to see the world, like, so differently from the young kids. For example, you've got, like, the Time's Up movement. You've got all this stuff going on. And obviously it's not right to objectify women in the media. But then... Okay, and I'm fine. This article I'm fine with, I read. But then I go, doesn't this article send a mixed message? And it was the top 12 luge, luge, you know, from the Winter Olympics, luge bulges in the men's, in the men's team. Like the luges where you're lying down in like skin tight lycra. And then they go down the snow. Um, it's like a, no, it's not like a bulge. It's like, I don't know. It's a luge. You know what I'm talking about. And then they're in skin-tight lycra lying down and, like, obviously all of them, it's like the rowers, they'll wear lycra and you can all see their dicks. And then they wrote an article called, I don't know, the top 10 bulges that you need to see from Sochi. No, it wasn't Sochi. That was from Pyeongchang. Please, please have got that right. I don't want to appear like I'm a total racist. And then I was reading the article and going, God, those bulges are massive. And then I was thinking, this see, this is weird. Like, this is weird. Like, if we want equality and we want gender equality, we need to actively be trying to do that by not posting men's bulges and telling everyone to look at them because it's offensive to post women's tits, the best tits at the Olympics. You know, like obviously that would never, ever be a thing. And if anyone did that, they would be fired and the whole world would crucify them. So I feel like maybe the luge, like, does that send, like, I don't, 
I don't know. I appreciate a great bulge. Right? But that's because I'm gay. Like a straight guy would appreciate a great pair of tits. I don't know. It's weird. And then people are, are people like, Christian, you're being a manist. It doesn't matter for men. Like it doesn't. I, I, I don't know whether these athletes mind. Obviously, they'd be like, well, can't you just write an article about my amazing gold medal winning performance rather than my dick bulge? I don't know. It's weird. Like it's a weird, like, do men mind that? I feel like men don't mind being objectified so much because... You know, like, I don't know. Or is that just because I like looking at men that I go, nah, they don't mind. More nude men articles. A lot of people reckon that I'm going to be like, (laughs) I can't say that on here. Never mind. And I've got to really watch what I say. Like, like, I'm really concerned. Like, I'm very inappropriate. Anyway, speaking of inappropriate, let's do the, are you good at sex quiz? That's just a really bad segue. Oh, whoa, two of us. Oh, my God, that wasn't even time. Just faded up that Bill Withers fader. Two of us, you and I. Oh, this is a great theme to have playing for the sex quiz. I don't even know the words. Okay. All right. Let's start the sex. How good at sex? Oh, I can't even read. How good are you at sex? Okay, question one. When did you last have sex? Oh, shit. Um, a month? No. So you got this morning, last night, a week ago, a month ago, over a year ago. I can't remember. I, it's like I was less than, I'm just going to say a month ago. Have you ever had sex with more than one person in a week? I've had sex with more than one person in a day. So, yes. I'm going to say yes. What a slut. I wear that with a badge of honour. Um, next question. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was so old. 21 to 23. I was 23. It was the day before my 24th or 23rd. I think it was the day before my 23rd birthday. Okay, here we go. Question four. Tip. Cook dinner topless, then apply a little tomato sauce to your nipple. Is that a great tip or a terrible tip? Mm, that's a gross tip. First of all, cooking dinner. No. That's, that's taking away from having actual sex. Okay, question five. Um, pick a genre of porn. Girl on girl. Oh, I have watched girl on girl before. I am oddly turned on by girl on girl. Like they really know what they're doing. Like they really can really satisfy each other. Um, reality, BDSM, BDSM, what's that? Sadomasochism, something, something sadomasochism. Isn't that the one where they whip you? Mm. Threesome, no. Threesome porn is so boring. So snooze. Anal. Mm, feminist feminist porn what is feminist porn one second hey Siri what is feminist porn I don't know how to respond to that oh. with a Google search stupid I want to buy a Google Home or an Alexa unit because they do what I say oh how much does that sound a bit Weinstein-esque do what I say um, what is feminist, fem in, could you spell it any harder? What is feminist porn? Here we go. Porn. Oh, Jesus Christ. My fat fingers. I, my, I'm struggling to type on the iPhone anymore. I wrote, what is feminist on? Two O's. Okay. 
Feminist pornography refers to a genre of film developed by and slash or for those dedicated to gender equality. Oh. It was created for the purpose of encouraging women and their self-beliefs of freedom through sexual equality and pleasure. Um, let me just... Sorry, everyone. I need to know what feminist porn is. Feminist porn Tumblr. There'll be a couple of dedications and we can watch them together. Ladies cheeky favorites dot Tumblr. Okay. Um oh wow. Okay. Oh Jesus. Feminist Whoa. Wow. Oh my god, that's hot. Oh, oh Jesus, she is just fingering herself on his face. Okay. Wow. Oh my god. Oh god. I'm at work and there's people around. Um, okay. Where, oh, I just closed the phone. Hold on. I've got to open the phone again for the quiz. I need to go away for a minute. <laughs> Can you imagine if I just hit pause and come back really relaxed? That's disgusting. Don't masturbate. Oh, or I just don't even turn the mic off. <gasps> oh, that's just my cheek. Don't worry. That's foul. I would never do a podcast and masturbate while talking to you. That's when you really know that I'm struggling for content. I'm just jerking off and talking. Um, okay. Disgusting. Where's the quiz? Oh, shit, I've lost the quiz. Oh, that fem- the feminist porn is... I'm going to put feminist porn. I've never seen it, but that is unbelievable. Oh, shit. Sorry, one sec. I've got to go through and do the quiz again. Um, yes. Uh, 21 to 23. Terrible temp. I'm going to hit feminist because that shit is hot. Okay. Pick a chat up line. Fill my shirt. That's boyfriend material. <laughs> oh, I'd punch him in the dick. If I told you that you had a great body, would you hold it against me? So I don't mind that one. Um, I've lost my phone number. Could I borrow yours? <laughs> That's funny. That's a winner. I'll cook you dinner if you cook me. Nope. I'm wasted, but the condom in my <laughs> I'm wasted, but the condom in my wallet doesn't have to be. That's like disgusting. I like, I've lost my phone number. No, I'm going to go with the last one. Okay. Pick a sex position. Pair of tongs. What the hell is that? Scissors, head spinner, bumper cars, trip, triple Lindy. I don't know any of these and I can't be bothered Googling them. Pair of tongs speaks to me. Pick a condom flavor. Vanilla? No, maybe. Strawberry? Chocolate? No one wants a brown condom. That's Oh, in the gay world. Although, if you had a brown condom, you couldn't tell if it was mint. I think mint. Yeah, mint. Whiskey? Oh, no, mint. Have you ever orgasmed more than once in a single session? I have, yes. From my own doing, not the other person's. If only. Oh, that got deep. Where is the weirdest place you've had sex? Oh, my God. Literally all of these. A library? Yes. A car? Yes. A beach? Yes. A roof? No. A nightclub? No. I don't have sex in weird places. A library. Yeah, a library. That was a weird one. That was sort of like I was... No, I went in there for sex. I didn't go there to actually do any research. It's just like quiet and it's like really... That was was good. That was actually quite nice. Okay, question 11. Pick some post-coital chat. Oh, none. We should do this again sometime. I just had sex. You're an absolute trooper. <laughs> this, wow, this one I've heard a lot. Well, that was mediocre. No, I've never heard that. To my face. Is there anything good in the fridge? Oh, that's what I want to say sometimes. Let's not tell anyone about this. I'm going to say, is there anything good in the fridge? 
Okay, name this sex position. Okay, so it's a dude bending over and a dude standing up, doing him up the butt. Mission control, the octopus, the standing tiger crouching dragon. Oh, that could be it. The downward facing dog, the spider, the linguini. Oh, I don't know. <gasps> I got, oh my God, I got my result. Are you ready for it? What's, what music's playing on the fa- mystery fader? We all have pain. Oh. We all have sorrow. <laughs> it's not something I want when I'm... And I don't want that playing when my sex results come through. What a song is this? Lean on me when you're not strong. It's not a song for sex related. You ready? What do you think I got? Did I get useless? No, I got you're incredible at sex. And then here's the blurb. Oh my God, you're so good at sex. Seriously, you're unbelievable. There's basically no one else on this planet who's better at sex than you. You're better at sex than Russell Brand. You're better at sex than Emma Stone. I wouldn't imagine Emma Stone would be... Anyway. When you have sex, the whole world changes a bit. Everyone you have sex with is incredibly lucky. Every time you have sex, you give someone the greatest gift they will ever receive. What's that? My jizz. Take my jizz! You're really amazing. That that just sounds like it's overdoing it. Like I'm really shit at it and they feel bad. Anyway, I learn about feminist porn and I don't know, like sexual positions, I don't know. My favourite is just standing up. It's just standing up because I think it's because my body just doesn't contort or do anything. So I like standing up sex because... The blood circulates easier. I don't get overtired. The person just leans like, up against the wall and, you know, I do my business. Gee, that's a bit forceful, isn't it? Is that, that's not forceful. Oh, my God, my feminist porn just opened. It's, oh, my God, it's so good. That is a massive dick. Oh, my God. He's, oh, my God. He is, oh, my God. I just need to pause this for a minute. I'm not going to have a chinky wing. I just need to. One second. No, I just needed to regather my thoughts and look at my notes and then save that address later. He was properly, like, fingering her. That is incredible. Straight porn really turns me on for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I never want to go near a vagina. They terrify me. But straight porn is amazing. Okay, so I was walking to work the other day and I looked down on the ground and I saw a knife with sticky tape on the handle, like the handle had been removed and there was just a knife. I basically found a shank on the ground. And then I realised when I told someone, I don't know if I made up the word shank. I thought a shank was something people in jail mailed from from toothbrushes. They like shave down the point, the end of a toothbrush into a point and they shank you with it. And this was a proper, like it was a little like, uh, is it a paring knife? So I had a little knife, the handle had been removed, and then they taped where the handle was so they could have a better grip of it and shank someone. Isn't that terrifying? I left it on the ground because I was like, I don't want to get my fingerprints on that. And it was outside of some housing commission where I know like some serious shit goes down. It's next door to where we are right now. I live very close and work very close to housing commission. Now, there's nothing wrong with people who live in housing commission, right? They've been... A, uh, sort of dealt an unfortunate hand and they need some help. But what I find interesting is that mo- like there's people there that just can't afford housing and there's people there who have turned to a life of drugs and crime that also can't afford housing and they put them all together. 
And so you've got people who are trying to make it and then you've got people who are just effed up on drugs or dealing. Like, are they dealing? They, surely they're not dealing them. If you're dealing drugs, you've got a lot of money. I don't understand it. But what what happened one day was uh, one of the older ladies who lives in my apartment building, I don't live in Housing Commission, although it looks so much like Houso, um, which is short for ha- like Housos is what we call the Housing Commission flats. So this woman, she's older, she's probably in her 80s, and she was like, hello, Christian, oh, blah, blah, blah. And we have a chat. She's really lovely. And she starts telling me about a friend who lives in one of the house, like the bad housing commission flats. And she like casually was like, oh, there was a shooting there the other day. I was like, what? Sorry? There's a shooting? Like literally I'm looking out the studio window into the housing commission right now. Like they're just across the road. I have to walk past them to get home. And I was finishing work maybe two years ago. I was working on a late night show. I finished at 1.30 a.m. And I would walk past them and I would shit my pants. I could have gone the long way, but I'm fat and I can't be bothered. I risked death every day. So she was telling me the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone was shot and killed. I was like, what? Was it on the news? She's like, nah, it happens so often they just don't report on it. <gasps> no. And I found a shank. I was like, do I call the police? I didn't see any blood on it. So I was like, mm, it's going to leave it. I don't want to. I just don't want to cause any trouble. And then she casually drops this. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry, let me do the voice. Oh, yes, Christian. Basically what they do is they also deal the drugs from the building. But what the, what the parents do is they send their five-year-old out to collect the money from the people in the car and then the five-year-old brings the money back and then they give the five-year-old the drugs and then the five-year-old takes the drugs out to the car and then they drive off and then the five-year-old comes back home. Oh, my God, parents of the year, that's genius. That's what they were doing. I was like, no, that is not true. And then you see, like, you see a lot of them around the area and you feel really bad because, like, they're really thin and they're, like, really, like, emancipated and they've got Zimmer frames, not because they're old, because they're so frail. And you're like, it's just, it's awful. And then they're just, like, a product of their own sort of, thing that they got themselves into, their family life, their situation, and you want to help, but there's nothing, there's like nothing you can do. You Like you give them money, it just fuels their habit. Like if you want to help, you have to literally buy them a home, put them there and watch them and get them off the drugs. How did we get onto this? Oh yeah, it's because I found a shank on the ground. Oh, I just feel bad. And then there was people being kicked out of their home in Sydney the housing, like they form a little community and they kicked out all these people because it was prime real estate next to the Harbour Bridge. And then they just got rid of them all and they moved them all into different spots. And you're like, oh, you really probably shouldn't do that because, you know, like they form a community and they know all these people and they're older and, oh, I just felt bad. Hmm. How do I segue into my next topic of seeing hot people? Becoming a sex pest. I already told you that I can't control myself around hot people. I'll verbally, like, un- not unintentionally, but sort of unintentionally verbally wolf whistle at them, but more like, poof, like I'll do that. And then I go, poof, it's hot. Oh, I farted. Like, don't say that. No, I want them to be attracted to me. No, I have a six pack hidden under all my flats. Um, li- <laughs> lift up my fold. Look at my six pack under my fold of fat. Um, I have started to see more and more hot people and people are getting more and more hot 
and I'm getting more and more on the foul looking side of things, which is fine because I want to be forever single and I don't care and I prefer food. But, you know, sometimes you just want to be like, I just want to strut down the street with no shirt on and be like, yeah, I've got my rig out. And people are like, woo, and they take photos, like cheeky photos. I take cheeky photos of people. They totally know I'm taking photos of them. Like I'm pretending to take a selfie, but the camera's not pointed at me. It's like pointed at them. I'm like, oh, taking a selfie. It's like just taking it from the guy over there because he's so hot. You go to the beach, oh, and Speedos are coming back into fashion. You're like, oh, what? I can see everything. Anyway. Oh, that's what I want to talk about. I did this experience, and it's called the alone experience. Don't be confused with my general overall life. That I also call the alone experience. But this was this, you cannot describe this weirdness of the alone experience. It's like a performance art piece exhibition thing that you go and do. You get this email and it gives you this location. And then it says you need to go to this location, you need to wear closed toed shoes, you need to be wearing, you know, like wear gym gear. It's quite you go on this whole journey and blah blah blah. And you're like, oh, what is this? And so I went. So I I found the, the neon triangle and I stood there and they give you the time. And so he's standing there and then this woman comes out. She makes you sign this waiver. Like, if you die, it's not our fault. Oh, my God, what am I doing? This is great. And then it's like people will touch you. I'm like, oh, my God, do I need to be wearing my pants? Can I just be naked? Touch me. Um, And so you go in and then you basically, what I'll tell you is, because I don't want to give it all away. But what you, you go in, you're suddenly standing in the room. There's like, there was three of us who went in at once. And they line you up. They go like, you go here. Jeremy, go here. Ben, go here. Question, stand here. And then so they so they know who you are and your name and the order that you're going to go in. And then they like kidnap you. So the hood goes over your head and they drag one of you away. And you're like, what is going on? And then so it got to my turn. And they put the hood over my head and they dragged me away. I knew it was coming and I was terrified. And then they push you into this like, dark room and there's this weird half naked guy who's just so tall staring at you in the eyes now it's really dark so you can you can't you can't really see his eyes but you can see that he's looking into you if that makes sense he's got like white face paint on and like it's the white is slightly illuminated a little bit and he's not wearing a shirt and he's really fit and i was like are you gonna touch me can you touch me my dick's out touch my dick (laughs) i didn't say that um Anyway, and, and they just stare at you. Like, he stares at you for like three minutes, like in the eyes. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Do I look at him? Do I look away? And I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then he just ushers you into this next room and you have to crawl through like this black plastic sheeting and you crawl into this really tiny dark space. And there's this like other hot guy, shirtless, covered in white paint, just sitting there being so weird, like golem weird, but a hot golem. And he's like... <sighs> And then he's got vinegar and he sprays vinegar in your mouth. And then he sprays some like mint in your mouth. And then he rubs salt on your tongue. And you're like, oh, this is disgusting. And then time's up. And then you're like, he points out of the room. So you just got to walk out and you're crawling out of this room. And you go into this next thing and you go into this next thing. And it's like, you're going on, you're going through these things, you're crawling through these spaces. You don't know what's on the other side. And it's weird. And it's weird performance art stuff. And you're like, what's going on? And then you get to this station and this guy like, oh, this guy was so good looking. And he like grabs your hand and he puts it in some water and then he strokes you. And I'm like, oh my God, like almost got an erection. 
He was so hot. And I was like, can I hold your chest while you do this? I didn't. All right. I was a very good boy. I kept my hands to myself. And then he goes, I'm, he whispers in your ear, I'm going to give you some headphones. You need to put them on and follow the instructions. I was like, oh, please be a sexual experience. Wasn't. And he goes, you will need to leave through the exit door. So you go out and you follow all these doors and then suddenly you're out in the middle of the Melbourne CBD and you've got face paint on and you're weird looking and you've got salt in your mouth and your hands are wet. You look like you've just been abducted by an alien and returned to Earth. And anyway, you follow the instructions. Oh, my God, I'm getting so tired talking about this. And um, and then you end up and you do some things and you do some things and you end up in this another sort of dark, spacey room where you're crawling through stuff. And this time it's 50 times more scary and the people are shirtless and hot and then they touch you and then they whisper in your ear and it's like this really odd. It's so odd and it was so amazing. It's called The Alone Experience. And you can, like, look it up on Instagram or online, but they give you nothing. Like, they give you no information on it. And it is it is... I like being scared in those situations and the first the first half of it was more odd than scary and then the second, the, the part where you're out in the CBD was terrifying because you didn't know if you were lost or you're supposed to be in the right direction and people come up to you and they know your name. Oh, it's so weird. And then um, the third half, like the, the last, what is it? The last third of it, <gasps> terrifying, so scary. But like only because your mind plays tricks on you. Oh, it was so great. It's called The Alone Experience, and I really loved it. It was great. All right. Well, I think that's that. Let's fade up the mystery fader. When it had to have been at least 120 degrees in there. My cats would be on this. Okay, that's not a song. Let me click into YouTube. Oh, it's an ad. Okay, what song is it? <gasps> oh, my God. I don't know if I'm illegally allowed to play this. but oh, Where is it? Oh. I'm not actually allowed to play music because it goes against the terms and conditions that I clicked agree to. I don't even think I'm allowed to say the word penis or dick or vagina. I think I... Anyway. Anyway, thanks so much for your time. It's been lovely having your company. Let's end on a joke. Let's Google. Let me just Google some really funny sexual jokes. Because... Do you like how I overcompensate for the fact I'm not having any sex? By making, trying to make the podcast still sexual. Like, oh, I'm still doing things with dicks. I'm not. I'm really not. But I don't, like, there's sometimes I want to, but then I realise it's just so much easier to do it myself. Look at some hot feminist porn. <gasps> feminist porn. Oh, my God, I'm addicted to it. Um, feminist porn and my left hand. Left. Yes, left hand. Um, what am I doing? Oh, okay. You can just see ya if you're bored and you need to go. Bye. Um, let's just... Okay, so I've said goodbye, so you can't complain that this is all shitty and crap. So I just need to Google some, some hilarious jokes. Oh, my God, it's open to the man fingering the woman. <gasps> Feminist porn, I swear to God. So good. Funny sex jokes. 50 dirty jokes that are never inappropriate but always funny. Well, I want them to be inappropriate. Um, okay. What's the difference between a G-spot and a golf ball? <laughs> a guy will actually search for a golf ball. It's funny. What does the sign on an out-of-business brothel say? Beat it. We're closed. <laughs> That's funny too. Why was the guitar teacher arrested? <gasps> oh, my God. This one's dark. Oh, my God. This one's so dark. Let me start it again and not laugh in it. <clears throat> Why was the guitar teacher arrested? 
for fingering a minor. <laughs> a minor chord on the key on the keyboard. On the oh my god, that's really inappropriate. These are supposed to be not inappropriate. What's the difference between a tire and three hundred and sixty-five used condoms? <laughs> this one's great. What's the difference between a tire and three hundred and sixty-five used condoms? One's a good year, the other's a great year. Yeah, that's I really like that one. That's really funny. I'm gonna write that one down and keep it. Why does Santa Claus have such a big sack? Oh, I've heard this one. He only comes once a year. Okay. What's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? A hooker can wash her crack and resell it. <laughs> that is amazing. These are like 50% hilarious, 50% not hilarious. What do the mafia and pussies have in common? Oh, my God. You remember how I hate that word, pussies? And then we came up with the word puss. Oh, my God. Get your puss out. Oh, that's disgusting. Okay. What do the mafia and vaginas have in common? One slip of the tongue and you're deep in shit. <laughs> that's funny. Mafia, if you say something wrong, they kill you. Um, or if you accidentally lick the wrong hole, you're licking shit. I get it. I get it. What did the banana say to the vibrator? Why are you shaking? She's going to eat me. Oh, yeah. Not so great. Why does Dr. Pepper come in a bottle? Because his wife died. What? That doesn't make sense. What's the best part about sex with 28-year-olds? <laughs> there are 20 of them. Oh, my God. No, that's dark. There are 20 of them. <gasps> that one is morbid. Do you get it? Oh, my God. I didn't get it. And then I had... Oh. What's the best part about having sex with 20 Eight-year-olds, but it's written to eight. What's the bit? Okay, you're really focusing too hard on that joke. There are 20 of them. So inappropriate. What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? You can unscrew a light bulb. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I'm not reading that one. What do you call a lesbian dinosaur? <sighs> Lick a lot of puss. Oh, there's that word too. It's so foul. What's the difference between a Catholic priest and a zit? Oh, this isn't going to end well. A zit will wait until you're 12 before it comes on your face. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just going to let you know I haven't pre-read any of these, and I'm so sorry. I'm not edit- I mean, if I was that sorry, I'd edit them out. That's awful and kind of funny. What does one saggy boob say to the other saggy boob? If we don't get some support, people will think we're nuts. <laughs> this is so great. Apart from the other one previously. There's a lot of weird pedophile jokes in this. Um, it's, it, look, this is what they're called. 50 dirty jokes that are never appropriate. Oh, never appropriate. Gotcha. I, I thought it said were appropriate, but no. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm a moron. What's the best part about gardening? Getting down and dirty with your hose. Mm, that's not that great. How is a girlfriend like a laxative? <laughs> they both irritate the shit out of you. That is sexist and heinously awful. What do you call the useless piece of skin on a dick? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, this one's so great. This is a good one. What do you call the useless piece of skin on a dick? The man. Shit, that's funny. Why do vegetarians give good head? Because they're used to eating nuts. 
Oh, this I remember this next one, right? I used to whip this one out all the time. What's long, hard, and full of semen? A submarine. Okay. I'm going to go through all 50 of these. Um, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to do the next lot on the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, which will be, I don't know, a couple of days from now.